Scorpio, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from April 4th through April 10th, which includes a full moon and some major energy. So we're going to get into that. Um, I'm going to start really broad. So the things that are going to impact all of us, and then we're going to double down into the things that are going to impact Scorpios or how those things that impact all of us are particularly impacting Scorpios. And then I will break things down into the decans. There's three decans per zodiac sign. There's um, Scorpio one, two, and three. So what is a decan? It is a group of 10 degrees because every zodiac sign has 30 degrees in it that means that the first decan is if you are born between the first decan is between 0 and 10 degrees or 0 and 9 degrees Scorpio so if your natal sun is between 0 and 9 10 degrees Scorpio you are in decan 1 if your natal sun is somewhere between 10 and 19 degrees Scorpio you are decan 2 and if your natal sun is between 19 and 29 degrees Scorpio you are decan 3 how does that translate to dates decan 1 is pretty much all of Scorpios born in October um, and then we have Decan 2 so that's early early November so November 1st through November 10th and then we have November 11th through the 21st that's estimating right that's just an estimate um, so definitely check your natal chart if you want to get your natal chart it's easy to get a natal chart you could just search engine uh, free natal chart and there are so many websites that do it all you will need is your birth date your birth time and your birth location and you'll get a full natal chart and that will definitely include your son's location in the sky at the time and date and place of your birth and that will tell you which degree it was in Scorpio so um, the reason why I break it down astrologers break it down into decans is to get a better understanding of the relationship of your natal Sun with the planets which aspects it has an aspect is an angle um, so an angle well actually it is sort of the behavioral the behavioral execution or, or the behavioral demonstration of the the angle so if there is a 60 degree angle between um, the Sun and Jupiter um, we would say that that is a sextile um, and then if there is a 120 degree angle we would say that's a trine if there is a 90 degree angle we say that there is a square the the reason we break things down into decans is because if it is a sextile to somebody to Scorpios in the beginning of Scorpio season then there's going to be at least 20 degrees added to that by the end of Zodiac uh, Scorpio season maybe 25 and that could be the difference between a sextile and a square right a square and a trine so ultimately we want to break things down into these decans to get an extra um, it, to get extra specific when we understand how all the planets are impacting your natal sun and your natal sun is basically the broad strokes of your life so it's going to impact every dynamic of who you are at least a little bit so let's double down Scorpio and get into really broad this week we saw Mercury enter Taurus and that happened yesterday so if you're watching this on Tuesday or let's put it this way it happened on April 3rd 
So Mercury moves into Taurus. What does that do? It really does slow down communication just by the nature of it. The fact that Mercury is going to go retrograde on the 21st of April is going to slow things down even more. I mean, really slow things down since Mercury in Taurus is already slow moving energy. How does Mercury move slow when it's in Taurus? Well, it just gets a lot more traditional minded. It doesn't want to make a lot of decisions. It's really focused on maintenance and maintaining and preserving. And so... Um, and then traditional structures, traditional systems are going to be more trusted than others. So communications can, can slow down simply because it's working in, it's working more pragmatically. Mercury is going to be more logical, rational, reasonable, pragmatic. Does this function? Is it working? Does this function in relationship to, it's not going to, it's not going to want to be very daring. It's not going to think outside of the box in Taurus. It's not necessarily unhappy in Taurus. It just moves a lot, um, a lot more conservatively, I think, instead of slow, a lot more conservatively. No big jumps or risks here, except for maybe when Mercury is conjuncting Uranus, but that won't be for another week or so. So, or another, no, definitely another week. So how does that impact you? Well, for specific Scorpios, you are in opposition to Mercury because anything in Taurus has the potential of being in opposition to your natal sun. So you are in opposition or kind of sort of in a, in a tough, in a tough, in a tough relationship to these energies in Taurus one way or the other. So we're going to get into and dig down into how specifically that will impact you. But let's first go over your ruling dignitary. I don't know. The other thing that's going to impact everybody this week, that's the, that's the full moon. There's a full moon in Libra and it is in opposition to the sun in Aries. And the sun in Aries is sort of the big deal and what's really going to impact you guys. The Aries sun is conjunct to Chiron and Jupiter. And this is really going to illuminate that conjunction that's been around for a while. It was splitting up. It was, it was lessening, but that sun is going to sort of magnify it for a while and sort of really make us wonder or ponder why are we taking all these hits to our ego or why are we expecting all, our ego to take all of these hits or all of this suffering for what our relationships what's going on in those relationships that we need to stop or end or let go or maybe we just need to let go of the relationship overall because is it really worth it this is a sense of that magnification of those subject matters and we got to get into exactly how they're going to be impacting you guys um a group of you specifically is going to be in opposition to venus because venus is in taurus this this week it's been in it's been in taurus for the past couple of weeks so ultimately this it could be a rough patch, especially when it comes to communications and relationships and progress in them, shall we say. So Pluto is your modern ruler and Pluto is in the very first degree of Aries. So zero degrees, I'm sorry, not Aries, zero degrees Aquarius. That is not necessarily in... Um, We'll get into the specifics. Pluto itself is squared to the nodes. 
Um, what that means is basically a dharmic check-in for humanity. You better get ready to change because the change has to happen. No more of this putzing around. The dynamic of humanity and our expectations for each other is going to change. Um, Pluto just got into Aquarius. It's going to take about a year and a year and a half for it to settle in. And then you're going to start seeing major dynamic shifts happening. So I would say in a year, year and a half. But you'll feel the rumble. Since Pluto is your ruling dignitary, you will feel this rumble. Basically, almost personally, who do I even want to be around anymore? You know, is my society the society that I want to belong to? What needs to change and what am I just done tolerating? That kind of energy. Um, we also have during the full moon, Pluto is going to be very loosely, very loosely conjunct to the full moon when it's in Libra. So ultimately, what does that mean? Even more extremes when it comes to relationship, relationship pressure and willingness to end something or willingness to start something. Those two dynamic extremes coming at you around this full moon, which runs between April 5th and April 6th. It just depends on where in the globe you are. Um, Eastern Standard Time, it'll be April 6th. It'll be at like 12... 20 something a.m. And then for the rest of the U.S., it is at 11 something a.m. Um, for the rest of the U.S. So it's April 5th. So it just depends on where on the globe you are. Europe, it'll be April 6th already. Um, um, basically, central, uh, central United States through Hawaii, um, it'll be, it'll be later, it'll be later, it'll be, it'll be April 5th. So just an FYI, April 5th, April 6th, you're already feeling some of this energy building. I can tell you that right now and we'll go into the different issues that it's arising, especially in your relationship dynamics. Um, and then we have Mars. I'm sorry, guys. Mars is in Cancer, which is not the most comfortable position for it. It is, it, it likes to fight and cancer's, Cancer energy can never give it that full punch that it needs. It's a water sign. It can't completely commit to an action and it sidewinds. It takes forever to decide it won't go straight forward it'll come at you indirectly so it's not the happiest spot for mars but it is trying to saturn which means saturn is in pisces saturn has slowed down too so the the fact that the two of them have kind of sort of slowed down together and are mulling things over is a very conceptual period but it's not necessarily a take action period um, Mars is also sextile to the North Node, which means this could actually provide a lot of opportunities to um, look into the future or at least be more open-minded to consider the future because the stubbornness is kind of muted by all the water influence. And then we have um, 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 Mars being sextile to Mercury for most of the week, which means what? Um, thought processes and being able to make up your mind about something is very clear. Whether or not you're going to take action on what you've made your mind up about is uh, really up to you. But I think this understanding of especially what has happened when you're, when you're dealing with Mars and Cancer, there's a lot of retrospective on actions I've taken, which is why it doesn't move directly forward. It always thinks about 
well, what do I owe people? You don't owe people anything. That's the thing. But that that mentality will be on you. So there's some sort of clarity or it's almost like you're realizing I've done all I, I can do. It's time for me to move forward. But um, yeah, pl pl plain and simple. And how is this playing out with that full moon in Libra? A lot of dynamics when it comes to your choices or the choices you're willing to make now when it comes to finances or when it comes to your romance or, or what you value or how valuable you feel. Like, am I willing to put up with this anymore? And based on what I see, the answer will be no. You'll be a lot less willing to put up with anything. So let's get into... I'm just saying, let's get into Scorpio 1. So Scorpio 1s, um, like I said, primarily October Scorpios, you are conjunct the south node, um, which is in Scorpio at four degrees. Um, and that means, in a sense, comfort zone, which is not where you want to be. Conjunct the south node is acceptance of oneself, but it's not necessarily challenging oneself. There's a trine to Mars in Cancer, which means not really wanting to make waves or make any decisions. Maybe even saying, I'm content in what I've done. I'm content in what I've built. So there is a sense of peace with who you are and what your talents and skills are. There is a square to Pluto. Those of you born at the very beginning of Scorpio season, like Scorpio, like October 20, 22nd, 23rd, especially. Very, very, very beginning of Scorpio season. There's a square to Pluto. So there's a, a, a pissed offness or a tension when it comes to you know you're being forced to end things and you don't want to or begin new things that maybe you're not ready for. Lots of pressure points there for you guys. We also have, for all of Scorpio ones, an opposition to Mercury, which is in Taurus, which is pig-headed, which is all about on-the-surface stuff. You know, if it ain't on the surface, it's not responding to it. And I think that's very frustrating for Scorpios, especially because so much of you is beneath the surface. You are the underworld, right? This sort of underbelly. But if it ain't on the up and up, nobody's acknowledging it. It could even be contrast and conflicts when it comes to, well, have you kept too much secrets and what have you shown versus, okay, we can only make judgments on what you've shown. So if you have kept too much secret, there could be a lot of regret there, a lot of anger there, a lot of frustration, even especially personal frustration if you've intentionally kept things, um, you know, uh, beneath the surface. It's almost like, I got to say this, I'm not saying this is what you guys are doing, but it because it is in Taurus, we've got to mention it's almost like if you've hidden money and then you apply for a mortgage, which is all about Taurus energy on the up and up, right? But if you've hidden money and you're not declaring that money, then the mortgage you're going to apply for, you're not going to get that big mortgage because, because they're not seeing it. It's not written. It's not on the surface. It's not on the books. So there's frustration with, oh, why did I do that? Or what can I do to get around it? And there's nothing. And there's a lot of conflict there that you could be facing because of that. I'm not saying that that's what you did, but it's like that. It's like too much being kept underneath. Now somebody doesn't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Say maybe you've held back too much many of your emotions. And now it's like people are trying to communicate you on the surface because Taurus is all about surface level. So the communication is just like, okay, but you didn't tell me that before. 
you didn't let me know all of that was happening inside of you and now you're hitting it with me hitting it hitting uh, hitting me with it on the surface and it's just like whoa where does all this come from it's that kind of conflict that you'll be running into this week because of that mercury opposition and then we have a trine with saturn so there is at least a um um respect for law respect for authority figures or a harmony with it so a sense of maybe even harmonizing with all of these uh contracts or expectations and it coming back around to at least in terms of business matters or your your um your career there could be a, a sense of this could actually work out for you right but personal matters i think it's it's going to be kind of destructive, just an FYI. Tor, um, Scorpio 2s. So those of you who are born probably early November, let's just say first week and a half of November, um, maybe those at the very, very cusp, say maybe um, um, Halloween uh, Scorpios, but you guys are kind of on the cusp, so all of these energies could probably be affecting you, just an FYI. You are the ones that are going to be most affected by this full moon, most tension when it comes to relationship dynamics. There's a quincunx or just a tense um, connection between um, the sun, Chiron, and Jupiter and your natal suns. There's also um, uh, opposition to Uranus, which it's been, but since we have so much other activity, it could just be a sense of, um, I'm tired of change. I'm tired of the constant having to change. I'm tired of the curveballs because everything's coming in your direction right now. Um, the Sun Chiron Jupiter is all about growth and expansion and being inspired to expand and grow and do it quickly because of the suffering that you're experiencing. And since this is an intense relationship to your natal suns, there's a lot of ego here. There's a lot of things rubbing up against your ego like, why did I tolerate this for so long? And if I've tolerated this for so long, do I have to keep tolerating it because something is really agitating you? Or a sense of something coming in your face right now and making you realize, wow, um, I um, I um, had probably grown out of this 10 years ago, but I kept this going on. Why did I do that? It's a sense of it's gotten too big or too cumbersome or it's become too much of a pain in the ass to deal with, to tolerate anymore, excuse me. But there is that sense of, how do I say that? How do I go about, well, you just, I mean, be blunt as blunt can be, I think. I, I, honestly, that, that's, that would be my suggestion to you guys. It's a point of pride. So I wrote this down. Not being able to let go because of all the shit you've, you've given up or been through. So it's a point of pride. That is why you are still holding on to something. And that's what you're going to have to confront. And what's going to cause you more and more stress until you just let the pride go. And realize, yeah, just because I've, maybe even I've made myself suffer for 10 years or 10 months or whatever doesn't mean I have to keep doing it. I can, I can pull the plug whenever I want. And honestly, now's looking like a real good time. <laughs> um, then we have um, Scorpio threes. Now Scorpio threes, your natal suns are in opposition to Venus. And this is tough energy because it involves, because we have that full moon in Libra, which is ruled by Venus. This is a time of 
too much tension, too much stress when it comes to finances, like never getting a rest, never getting a rest in what you value or how you feel valued or devalued. This sense of constant tough on relationships and finances, um, constant, um, hold on, I can't read my, constant agitation, um, maybe from um, desire, from what you've desired versus what you're getting. And so there's constant frustration there. And there is a sextile between your natal suns and current Pluto right now, especially if you're born at the very, very um, beginning of Scorpio season. So, I mean, I'm sorry, very, very end. Yes, very, very end of Scorpio. So there's that sense of, I'm just ready to let go. I'm done with, I'm done with all the tension. I want the ending. It's like taking it to the extremes and being willing to take it to the extremes, but also having a lot of power in your character to push it in, a, in the direction that you want it to go once you've decided or accepted what is actually better for me. And then we have a square to Saturn. Those of you born at the very end of Scorpio season. So this square to Saturn is causing some tension when it comes to expectations from authority figures or promises you made or contracts. So it's almost like that sense of, this is just a metaphor, but it could happen. I'm done with this relationship. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I've put up with it for too long, but you know, you love your in-laws or you, you, you feel bad about letting down your parents because <clears throat> your parents expected you to be married forever, right? That it's that sense of, I have this, I know that I'm ready. I want this change, but now I have this conflict <clears throat> when it comes to contracts I've signed, promises I've made, a Saturn's going to hold you to it. Saturn's going to hold you to that authority figures that I have to address. They're going to, they're going to maybe laws, rules that you, you're up against that you're going to have to figure out, okay, um, this is going to be a little bit more. I, now I know I'm ready. I'm sure to make this change, but I'm up against all the authority when it comes to that change. And since since Saturn is in Pisces, I think it'll be a little bit more loosey-goosey, but that may be part of the problem. The sense of if the authority can't make up its mind or if you're waiting on laws to be decided before you make your move, things could be stuck in process for a while. FYI. So you let me know in the comments below. Um, a lot of these things are going to be if impacting you for an extended period of time. The Venus opposition and the Mercury opposition will really only impact you for this week, but primarily this week. And because we have that full moon, it's exacerbating those oppositions and those tensions. So please be aware that this could be an explosive week, but anything that is exploding now is fated to explode and ex is exploding because you held on too long to it to begin with. I'm just, I'm just letting you know, pride and ego will get in your way a lot. Um, and you may convolute pride and ego for integrity and I'm not giving up because I made my promise. You're not giving up because you're prideful because you didn't promise the, it at this level and you have tried but it's it's it, the change is that the lack of it working is it's it's done it's too much so 
the Scorpios who are more capable of release this week are going to be a lot happier by the end of this week. I will just let you guys know that in general. Please, I do hope you come around and uh, watch my Scorpio Week Ahead Tarot reading on Born Without Boundaries Tarot, which is gonna come live right now. Um, and then please remember to subscribe to this channel and ring that notification bell so that you know when I upload your favorite content and you can participate in the astrology live chats when I go live over here. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, Scorpio.